<coughs> Testing, checking, yes! Let's go! Checking to checking. All right, we're good. We're locked. We're loaded. We're ready to rock. Today's episode is awesome. Talk to a, a long time. I've been a long time fan of this person. This person's name is Nathan Gray. Nathan Gray is an important person in music. Nathan Gray is a lead vocalist, a singer, a songwriter, family person. They are, they are a voice of many, a voice of one, but also a voice of many. And I just wanted to have Nathan on the podcast to talk about their new album. The, uh, Nathan is a singer now in the Iron Roses. Nathan used to be the singer in, or maybe, you know, Nathan is still is the singer in Boy Sets Fire. Probably, ho- hopefully, always and forever will be the singer in Boy Sets Fire. But also, the Iron Roses is the new latest project out now on uh, Iodine Records, Rebel songs is the name of the album but nathan has recently had some self-realizations some actual actualizations and wanted to tell the world about those things not just through music but also in real life and in posts and stuff like that so this week's episode of the family cast freedom music is life yes is brought to you by me chef josh <laughs> still self-producing still rocking and rolling but some cool announcements this week is now i am part of the emo brown media group so if you know the emo brown podcast i'm now a part of that group that fun loving bunch of people over there so shout out to email brown the, the email brown podcast doing a bunch of bunch of cool stuff the email brown foundation if you want any of the information on email brown go check out emailbrown.com and go look at their website and go listen to their podcast they got a lot of stuff going on but this week on the family cast i'm chef josh food and music is life yes that's what family stands for and so ladies and gentlemen everyone in between i present to you from the Iron Roses, from Boys It's Fire, from the casting out, it's all one person right here on the show named Nathan Gray. So we're going to get into it. Share the show with a friend, please. Everyone should hear this conversation. It's a good one. We get we get deep. It's not too long because uh, Nathan was busy, got stuff to do, about to head on tour. Maybe, maybe Nathan and the Iron Roses are already on tour by the time this comes out. Who knows? These days, everything's moving so fast. I did want to say a quick shout out. I hope Propagandi uh, gets better soon they had canceled their tour i was gonna go this week bummer the singer got covid and lost his voice shout out to you chris i hope you feel better i hope to see you soon and a real another big bummer is i wanted to see la armada um i was looking forward to seeing them i hope that you can check out la armada music they are a rad band from chicago uh, I can't say enough good things about the way they do hardcore music, and uh, just so check them out. Anyways, I hope you like this music behind me. I, I collaborated with uh, Connor Musara again from Instagram. Makes a lot of beats. He says, you know, here's an idea, steal this. So the main kind of keyboard pad stuff you hear behind me right now is Connor, and I put a bunch of other music and beats on it. So that's fun. Keep collaborating. Keep making music. Okay, let's get into the conversation with Nathan Gray on the Family Cast. Let's dig in. Yes. All right. All right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between, I'm sitting here with the legendary Nathan Gray. Just hi. Hello, Nathan. Hi. Um, hey. Long time no <laughs> hey. see. Um, yeah. yeah. A new new <laughs> album. Always seems like you always got new music coming out, but specifically, <laughs> yeah, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Whether it's um, Nathan Gray, 
the casting out. Now it's Nathan Gray and Iron Roses. Now it's the Iron Roses. Iron Roses. Yeah. We dropped, we dropped the Nathan. <laughs> dropped it all together. Okay. <laughs> nice. And um, recently some more, um, a little bit more public awakenings, if you will, on, on your Instagram page. And I love Indeed. that. I love that. Yeah. I would love to talk about that. Um, yeah. But um, what, what brought us together was that... Um, uh, you released something on iodine records and casey's like hey you should talk to nathan i was like actually i reached out before you told me that <laughs> <laughs> already on it already i reached out it. a day before you told me so um <laughs> so here we are but yeah welcome to the family cast food and music is life yes and i believe that food both food and music are very sustainable factors in our in our lives or, or sustaining i should say but not mm -hmm. for all uh, you 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 for one seem to be a person who notices plight in other people or mm -hmm. um issues other people may or may not be willing to share about themselves or, mm -hmm. or they're they're who they are or whatever so i have uh oft long often respected you for those taking those stances in your in your music in your lyrics and you're just pretty outspoken overall um thank you <laughs> yeah yeah so keep keeping up the good work keeping up the good work mm -hmm. and then this new record is still super fun it's not like uh as you go through all your changes since the first time i heard you a long time ago to to now um it's mm -hmm. still very listenable music and um although there are differences of course between from record day one in the 90s to record now but um it's great to absolutely hear that. yeah it's totally yes. great to, to hear your progression but you're still kind of kind of saying this some of the same stuff you know like yeah unfortunately sometimes unfortunately yeah it's yeah. it's sort of uh it's depressing sometimes <laughs> tell me about it man but the uh, same things have to be said said with a, a different voice or a different t tempo but you're still getting yeah. the, the message out there and the point across mm -hmm. and um yeah so thank you for doing that and yeah. <laughs> have you are you um are you, do you have any sort of specific uh like food diet in your life vegan vegetarian um biodynamic not really i i i jump around uh i've i've been vegetarian i've been vegan i've been not i've been everything in between i sort uh -huh. of i jump around willy-nilly i don't know <laughs> whatever whatever is good for feeling healthy at the time and right for yes me. especially yeah. hard sometimes hard on well, back in the day, hard on tour to eat how yeah. you wanted, but like now there's a lot more options. But <laughs> oh, it's become so much easier on yeah, tour, yeah. and and even the options to not have to eat fast food all the time. Exactly, yeah, is very nice, which I absolutely abhor spending a whole tour eating fast food. <laughs> now, the, now the vile. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and you feel it after, mm -hmm. you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> and you, you can't, like... you can't. I mean, it's just like if you're drinking every night. Mm -hmm. You know, you you just can't give 100% when you're playing. So same thing if you're just eating crap all day, all night, mm -hmm. it's going to show after a while when you're playing, especially at my age. <laughs> <laughs> well, still looking and sounding fabulous. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the new record is, it, it sounds very like, it's like, not I don't want to say slick, but it's very well produced. It sounds, everything's mm -hmm. crisp. Your voice comes yeah. through strong. Um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I didn't see who like, actually did like the production and mixing on it but it, was, it sounds nice it was brian mcturnan of be well oh well that's probably why <laughs> there you have it that's why it sounds so <laughs> amazing a, yes a, he is a crispy crispy guy um as far as yeah. production goes that's mm -hmm. it sounds yeah okay yeah that, that does make sense because mm -hmm. you know um and then you got tim to sing on the title track so that mm -hmm. was awesome yeah um, yeah like I was, I was looking for the the new record um, when you said, "Hey, I'm going to do a new music," and I looked up and it was I found Rebel Psalms first. Oh, right. Rebel Psalms. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is mm -hmm. pretty chill." 
it's pretty right. chill. <laughs> you know, it's like I can tell it's you know I can tell it's Nathan singing, but like this is pretty chill. And then it's like, yeah, oh, Rebel songs. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebel Psalms was actually songs that were taken out of the writing process mm -hmm. from Rebel Songs because I obviously had a certain atmosphere that I wanted to convey through Rebel Songs, but I still didn't want to lose those songs. Right. So, so the more chill, sort of laid back, more emotional you know, songs, I wanted to keep them. So I was like, well, I'll release them on an EP after. Heck yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and, uh, and Brian does that same session with Brian? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds that's well, let me just jump a little bit, but what did you decide to, when you stopped kind of, is it fair to say you stopped doing boy sets fire to do casting out and then solo stuff and now iron. Mm -hmm. Roses. So, um, what made you want to like do those switches? going from um, you know new band i would say that it's always just been my desire to do me to do what i want to do you know with a band there's a democracy to it there's everyone gets their say everybody you know yeah. and honestly that can be a little crippling at times oh, yeah. it can be something that keeps you from doing exactly what you want to do because if you're in a band also you don't want to be a tyrant and be like well this is how we're doing it and this is you know and no one's going to let you get away with it anyway. It happens. You know? Sometimes it happens. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it was just very important to me. And, and more recently, doing the Iron Roses, it was really important to <clears throat> speak out on issues while doing the music. Because the casting out, despite the fact that I sort of went in and out of politics with the casting out, a lot of it was just sort of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. And... And that's the style of music that I do on my own, that very melodic punk style of music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and going into this with the Iron Roses, it was like, well, I can do both. I can have this viewpoint and these things that I want to say while still doing fun, upbeat music. Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, I, I was thinking about, because we did a couple of Boy Sets Fire shows here and there. I'm still going to do like a, there's a tour in Europe coming up that I'm going to do. Um, but I was thinking, you know, after that, I really want to just focus on this, on the Iron Roses. Mm -hmm. And because I was, I was thinking, you know, I'm 50 years old, um, which is an 80, you know, but it's, you know, in hardcore years, <laughs> yeah. hell, you know. <laughs> Elder but, um, emo, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right, right. So, um, you know, I was really thinking about what I want to do moving forward. And I mm -hmm. think with Voice It's Fire, uh, me and the other guys in that band, we've really set a legacy. You know what I mean? There's oh, yeah. not much more to go from there. I yeah. can, if I were to die tomorrow, I could be like, I'm proud of what we did. Done. Totally, totally. But this I haven't done yet. You know what I mean? This I haven't put 100% into yet. Mm -hmm. So I really need to focus on what I'm doing here. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the focus comes through. Um, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. since, uh, I mean, I started noticing you more on, on at least Instagram more in like 2019, 2020 being, yeah. you were like kind of posting almost every day about, you know, all the shit that was happening basically, but like yeah. how it's affecting everybody, how it's affecting people of color and also how it's affecting your own, you and your own community. And then in your mm -hmm. own heart too. Um, yeah. And then, um, so can you kind of take me on a little bit of that, that journey, sure. you know, from when I did. I didn't discover you in 2019, but that's when I really started seeing you, um, I guess, act, acting up a little bit, you know, like, you know, yeah. this is my voice and uh, 
here's how you can use your voice kind of thing. You're, yeah. ins you're inspiring people to do stuff. Yeah. And that, that's one of the good things about social media. You know, we focus a lot on how shitty it can be sometimes, yeah. but at mm -hmm. the same time, um, it's, I think it can be very welcoming at the same time. If you allow your page mm -hmm. to be that you're always going to have those trolls that step in and act like assholes, but just block them and move on. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's um, I've, I've found that I don't have to worry about those as much only because the second they come up, I, I don't argue, you know, oh, with okay. people like that. So I, I, I think that that's the mistake we fall into. Sometimes you give those people enough argument. They mm -hmm. want to stay around for the argument, you know? So you just, block done erase what they said fuck it move on yeah anyway the point being though is that um i feel like uh from then till now there was a lot of me promoting and um putting out uh political and social ideas mm -hmm. on behalf of others you know, and fighting for values and ideas that I that I felt very strongly about. Yeah, I feel like now, in a lot of ways, I've realized that there are issues that speak to me deeply because they're about me. You know, mm -hmm. uh, with the posts that I just put out there about being queer and about um, being non-binary um, and all that, it's. You know, it, it was weird. It's weird all of a sudden realizing that you've been yelling and screaming out for other people and you forgot to advocate for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and in that, in that, you learn that doing that actually does help others. Yes. And it helps advocate for others because others see you standing up for yourself and go, oh, I can do that too. Yes. I can be that person, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, and it was very cool after the most recent post getting uh, messages and all the responses that I got from that and just like how inspirational that was and how it helped other people mm -hmm. realize that they could be public, that they could be more outspoken about who they are. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, I, I was inspired and uh, I mean, I didn't have to say, say or, or feel the same things, but I could still be inspired by yeah, the act of doing something like that, or even like mm -hmm. standing up for, you know, who, what you believe in politics or religion or yeah. sport, anything like that. It's like, cause mm -hmm. everyone, everyone's so apt to attack you or argue with you yeah. about something like you said. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I can't always like block people in real life, but um, sure. <laughs> how do we, <laughs> you know, how do you, how do you stick up for yourself? And even if it's something much, much mm -hmm. smaller or less important than, than your, you know, um, your realization or, or actually, mm -hmm. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't know when you had your realization or for, or coming out, if you will, Ooh. but it could have been. I mean, it's been you know, forever, forever. But it's been but, yeah. like in and out and in and out and in and out until mm -hmm. finally just going, fuck it. I'm 50. Come on. Like, you know, I've got <laughs> yeah. this, this is ridiculous. I, you know, um, but I think through this, it also adds a personal touch to it where even for someone who who doesn't share the same, mm -hmm. you know, sexuality or gender or, you know, all this type of stuff. Um, I think what it helps with a lot is to give a face to something. And so people mm -hmm. realize that when they're saying hurtful things or when they hear other people saying hurtful things, that those are about a specific person that they care about. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think that really helps. I think mm -hmm. that one of the places where we all need to start, and I've said this many times, is at the dinner table. 
is in our neighborhoods, in our families. Don't, don't let that joke pass. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't let that thing that, oh, that's just old uncle, whoever, you know what I mean? No, don't let it pass. Don't yeah. let the joke pass. Don't let that little comment pass because at the end of the day, those little jokes, those little comments, they build up and build up and build up until someone ends up dead. Mm. And, and that's just the horrific truth of it. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunate. That's, that's so, so prevalent out there. And then, and we don't yeah. hear about it. We don't even hear about all this stuff mm-hmm. either, um, but it gives us hope in knowing that we have control over that, you know, in, in those little things, you know, we don't have to really go all the way out here to make a change. You know, you don't have to fight Trump. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you're not going to anybody. You're never going to meet the guy who gives a fuck about him. Yeah. You know, but, but you do know your parents, you do know your neighbors, mm-hmm. you do know your uncle, you know, all these people around you, you know, your group of friends. Yeah. And when they make those jokes, when they normalize shit that you know, isn't right. Fucking say something. Yeah. Say something like at least. And that's all, that's all it takes. That's Sean, all it takes sometimes. Sean, uh, Sean, I learned from uh, Shauna Potter. She's like, just say like, ouch, or like, ooh. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It doesn't ha- you don't have to be confrontational. Just be like, oh, you know, like. Make a comment. Yeah. yeah. Anything. It kind of makes a speed bump happen in the in the conversation. Or so, so I t- I've been, yeah. I use that ever since she told me. And I was like, this is actually really smart. Because people will realize that they, huh, maybe I said something I shouldn't have. Or, you know. Yeah. I mean, even it's a check in there. Yeah. 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 What about in the, Mm -hmm. in the, even in the music scene or in the hardcore scene or whatever, it's like, sometimes it's, they, they can be a little bit sometimes unwelcoming, unfortunately to, uh, to others, you know, whether it's women Mm -hmm. or they, they, they they can't get away from saying girl bass player or female front, you know, like, like we have to put the label on it and um, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, why, you know, like (laughs) why? Yeah. Yeah. Just say they're awesome. They're good musicians. Yeah, I, lo- yeah, yeah. I love, I love seeing them play or whatever, you know? Right. You know, so I don't know. That's just a little bit of two cents, maybe less than two cents, but yeah. Um, <laughs> tell me about the iron roses. Uh, is it a super yeah. group collaborative group? What's going on here? Well, it's now a collaborative group. I guess it started yeah. as me wanting to go solo mm-hmm. and then realizing that who I was surrounding myself with was really helping with my evolution and how I was mm forming music and my ideas and all that. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, you realize that no one's an island and that it's a little weird to just be like, oh, this is the Nathan band. <laughs> okay, what do they call themselves? You know what I mean? Like when, yeah. when we yeah. go out and they're like, oh, you're in a band? What band? Nathan Gray. Like, you yeah, know just, what I mean? Like that's just weird, you know? Him, his, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that guy, I'm in that guy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true too. So, so. Yeah. And, and they put as much into it as I do. And I think that it needs to be seen that way as well because of the collaborative atmosphere of the band and that when we play shows, we don't just play shows. Mm. These are outreach missions. You know, mm. we are there to speak certain truths. And not only that, but we're there to speak with people on an emotional level okay. that hopefully they'll lock into. And here's the thing. The punk scene is very rife with straight white dudes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and so, but the audience isn't. Right. So I thought that it would be much better to have a band and and a group that more that better reflects the audience. Mm-hmm. So that when we're speaking on certain things and we we get into some very deep discussions and and talks about 
uh, abuse and things of that nature, mm. which everyone's not going to feel comfortable afterwards walking up to me, you know, but maybe they'll want to talk to Becky. Yeah. Maybe they'll want to talk to Phil. Maybe they want to talk to Michael, you know, someone who more clearly represents to them who they are, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. because they just heard all these statements and they're feeling something tug at their heart mm -hmm. and they need someone to talk to. So it's very important to create this atmosphere where people, if you're going to do that, if you're going to make a band that speaks on such deep interpersonal relationships and interpersonal struggles and how they coincide with the bigger political picture, you, you better show what you show your work on stage, you know? Yeah. Um, so it was very important to put the band together like that. And then at the end of the day, to finally remove um, the ego from it, you know, and to just, this is the Iron Roses. This is who we are. There's meaning behind that name. Yeah. Um, the the Iron Front was a group back in World War II that were fighting the Nazis. Um, and part of the symbol is with that, um, Strike Anywhere uses that symbol yeah. as well, with, but with the arrows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then to mix with that, another group uh, called the White Roses, Sophie Scholl, who was executed by the Nazis, mm. led a uh, student pacifist group. So what I wanted to do with this is blend these two anti-fascist movements, one, very violent, you know what I mean, and, and yeah. forceful against the Nazis, and one that showed a more passive resistance mm -hmm. uh, or peaceful resistance. And that, that's what life is. And that's what our resistance against fascism always is. It's just dependent on situation. It's mm -hmm. been dependent on time and place. And if you only take up one side, you're not going to get the whole picture. You know, yeah. one of those ways of fighting doesn't always work, you right. know, but to realize that our fight against fascism, our fight against uh, these forces in the world, you know, there are, there are, there's a time and a place for how you fight against this. 100%. So yeah. with that said, it, it seemed like a reasonable name to, to put everything yeah. under. And not only that, but I feel like, if you have Nathan Gray and the somethings, the first thing that people are going to think is, oh, singer songwriter, it's going to be like country, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or blues or like, you know what I mean? There's a certain vibe that Classic, comes yeah. with so-and-so in the somethings, you know? And so I just wanted to remove that whole thing. We're a punk band. We have this very eclectic mix of reggae and ska and hip hop intertwined in the punk rock, mm -hmm. melodic punk rock. And, just doesn't seem reasonable to tie it down to things that people will automatically think elsewhere. Uh, otherwise, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, are you, you besides Tim? Did you do all the vocals on the songs, or is there? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. You have, the, quite, a, um, you have, a, you have well, quite a different genre range in there because I heard a little bit of yes, you know, <laughs> like you said, a little, a little bit of hip hop style, like staccato mm -hmm. lyrics, and then uh, of course some screaming yeah. and you know um oh yeah nathan's and voice becky becky did some uh backups on there phil did some backups on there but that was in the time where we hadn't fully developed mm -hmm. exactly what this was going to be like the next uh, album i probably won't do any of the backups because i've got michael i've got phil i've got becky you know what i mean they're going to do yeah all the backups on it but um but it was cool to like like in radio silence I've never rapped before. Like it was, <laughs> it was terrifying. And I actually had to go to Phil because he, he is a rapper. Oh, you know, he does yeah. his own hip hop stuff with Eugenius. And I had to be like, dude, please don't make me sound like an idiot. 
Like, <laughs> tell me if this sucks, please. Like, you know what I mean? And, and he was like, no, it's good. You should do it. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was a lot of fun. I love that song. That's probably one of my it's favorite fun, songs yeah. in the yeah, album. Yeah. So I kind of yeah. like, I, I just like the way the album kind of will hit you with different things that, you know, it's, so it's not just, mm-hmm. it's not brutal from start to finish. It's not mellow from start yeah. to finish. It's like, you know, it's a, it's a journey. It's yes, a journey. it is. It's, it's like a menu. It's like a pairing menu. Um, you yes. Know? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I we're love going that. here. We're going here. Yeah. We're going here. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I could, I should ask you actually as, the, as the chef of the album, what, what food mm-hmm. you, what, what it would remind you of on a, in a, um, a dinner or something like that. Like, is it a dish? Oh. Is it a, or pick one song even because we can come back to that if you want, but yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> difficult though. Cause it can it's be, such yeah. a hodgepodge of thing. You know, like when you go to those weird barbecue places and you can get everything on a trash can <laughs> lid, yeah. that's sort of what it is. Like. <laughs> it's better than that. It's, it's like a, a, I'm a, yeah, yeah. Smorgasbord of, yeah. Uh, you know, cause yeah, smorgasbord. I mean, it's not it's not like it's not like it's not, yeah. like it's not like death metal or anything like that but like sure it no, has no, no. but but you like i said you are showing different ways that you can vocalize <clears throat> and yeah. you're showcasing the talent of the band and then mm-hmm. you know and like i said tim's on there from um mm-hmm. from rise against is doing the title track mm-hmm. and what is, why'd you pick rebel songs as the name uh it made the most sense for what i was doing and um and then it was the title track you know what I mean? That song came about and it was like, well, there's the album name right there. Yeah. You know, it's uh, cause that's what these are. And, and in so many different ways, it's mm-hmm. not just in the political and social message behind it all, but it's in how those, those, those social messages and politics are presented mm-hmm. in a much more positive light. You know what I mean? In a, uh, it's not just uh, pissed off. Fuck it. It's more like we're pissed off, but there's something we can do about this. And yes. here's what we can do, you know. Uh, and then also in the music, bringing those reggae and ska elements and stuff, which you're going to hear a lot more of in the next album. Okay. Um, and it's something that I've been very, like, um, into, I guess, with with what I've been doing. It, it's, you know, reggae and ska and punk are all sort of from the same area, you know, and hip-hop even, like, the the political history of all of that and the mm. social history of all that um it seems to make sense to me yeah because also at the same time there's this joyful uh feel behind it this joyful um rebellion mm-hmm. behind this style of music and so it only makes sense to dive even deeper into that yeah uh, as i move forward give me an example from the album like of how it's how you can use like rebellion to bring change as far as, you know, being 50 and now, uh, wait, yeah. who's, so who's president when you're, you're Gerald Ford was, no, who's right before it you? was Anyways, Nixon. Okay. Okay. So still Nixon. Yeah. So like you were born at mm-hmm. a time of maybe a, a tumultuous time in presidential history. Mm-hmm. And here we are again yeah. and again, and it, it, yeah, really, yeah. it really doesn't change, but um, no, no, it's not. It's, it doesn't it's, it doesn't. It, we, yeah. we don't, people, our people don't allow change to happen. Right. Right. Um, but how is so small increments? Yeah, yeah, small increments. Start, like you mm-hmm. said, we start with our dinner table and our community. Yes. I mean, heck, I try. I tell my kids to learn the neighbors' uh, names. You know, start just start yeah. with that. I mean, that's how we change mm-hmm. the world. Um, sorry. So how so how do we how do you rebel with this music nowadays? How does it work? Mm-hmm. Being who well, we are now. You, you point out how the political is personal, and that's a thing that I have right up on this board. The personal is political is personal, mm. and 
until we realize that it's like what I was saying before, when people see a face and they love that person, you know, even if they don't know me, you know, they just, they like what I do. They're a fan of what I do. And then they put, they connect that to a political thing, to a social mission. Mm -hmm. And, and they realize that when someone like Ron DeSantis says something awful about transgendered people or about people in the LGBTQ community, they go, wait a minute. I know someone who I really respect Mm -hmm. who fits in that community. So fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And so that's really what I want to do. I want to create music that brings people in and lets them know. Because here's the thing. A lot of what right-wing politicians are doing these days is they're speaking to hurt in a really destructive manner. So we all have hurt that we carry around. And these right-wing politicians, these fascists come in and go, you know who did that to you? Them. You know? And, and so what we need to do to counteract that is go, I see that. I see what that hurt really is. And it has nothing to do with them. It has to do with you. Mm-hmm. How do we fix that? How do we make you feel loved? How do we make you feel cared about? Because mm. that's what matters. It's not about creating opposition. It's not about creating enemies. And the problem is, is that these fascists are constantly making enemies out of marginalized people, out of people who can't fight back sometimes. Right. Um, so it makes it, and they do that purposefully because that's the bully mentality. So the only way we can stand up to bullies is to cut off their supply, you know, (laughs) and their supply are broken human beings, are are human beings who are hurt deep inside. And when they hear things like Black Lives Matter, they immediately go, wait, but I matter. Mm -hmm. My hurt matters. Mm -hmm. This matters, you know, and our job is to go, yes, it does. But listen to what's being said. You know, let's really think this out because that mattering doesn't mean you don't. And I need you to hear that. You know what I mean? As opposed to hearing what they want you to hear, because they want you to hear that these people are trying to take away from you. And they're not, they're just asking you to listen to them. Mm. And, and at the end of the day, we could all come together on that. You know what I mean? And once we do, once we are able to understand the hurt and the pain of other people, that's when everybody starts opening up and going, hey, thanks so much. Now let's talk about you, yeah. you know, and, and we all get to work this out together. So that's really what our mission is, what my mission is and what's now become the mission of the Iron Roses to get out there and and speak this message to a power structure that pits us against one, one another. And at the end of the day, as much as I would love to say they all suck. I mean, the, honestly, the difference between having Biden, who sucks, in the White House and having Ron fucking DeSantis in the White House is a huge difference, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, so, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yeah. I mean, and, and we can all sit, sit here and, and honestly, at the end of the day, go, they all suck and marginalized people are going to get hurt. Bombs are going to drop and all this. And like, yes, but we also have to pay attention to the fact that this dude is batshit fucking crazy. You know what I mean? To the point where it's like, 
like there are politicians now openly saying that gay people should be murdered. Right. You know, openly fucking, and they're all Republicans. That's not right. So come on people, let's get some focus. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and, and then, and then we can tackle the rest of the shit, but let's, let's focus for a second and not both sides ourselves out of a, you know, out of a win, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but to my point, um, I I find it's very, very important that we, you know, like I said, it's why I came out. It's why I do what I do is because I really want people to feel empowered. I want people to put a face Mm -hmm. to marginalized people. I want, um, and, and not only that, but I want other people to understand that they're not alone and therefore they can't be used if they don't feel alone because mm-hmm. a lot of times i mean you know i the january 6 riots and all that stuff you know it, it's crazy how many of those people probably didn't have to get to that point right you know yeah but they were used to get to that point to hate things that they didn't understand to to they were lied to until they just freaked out and raged out and did some dumb shit yeah (laughs) so you know it's it's a it's a difficult job because because at the end of the day there are absolutely folks who are just fucking evil awful humans you know yeah and and that's where discernment comes in where you have to say you know the ron desantis of the world the uh the trumps of this world fuck them you know what i mean and and even some other people like these nazis and shit like that fuck them but there are other people who are influenced by these people it doesn't make them those people mm-hmm. you know who we could still reach and it's important to put a face to things so they can understand that they're they're hating human beings they're not you know right it's an actual person yeah yeah so you put in the songs and then get the mm-hmm. word out and get I the hope- word out and then it's live you know what i mean it's it's really the live show that puts it forward you know, because you can listen to any album and hear politics, social commentary, mm-hmm. music, but it's coming to see us live that is going to make the big difference. Uh, there's an energy there. Oh, there's yeah. a commitment to what we speak about there that um, and to reaching out literally to people mm-hmm. and talking to them and allowing them to speak and to hear them um, that you're not going to get at a lot of shows. Right. It sounds, I, I would like to experience one, but you haven't come, come to San Diego yet. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I, I'll, I'll feed you Let's some Let's make some it food. happen. Yeah. I would um, love that. Yes, please. Because <laughs> I could do some, some pairing, t- some Iron Roses tacos or whatever. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> but I know you were about to get set on, uh, the record's out, right? The record has just yes. come out. Mm-hmm. And, um, yep. and now you're going to go on tour, also Europe. And mm-hmm. man, you're going to, you're going to probably stay, be staying busy. Um, hopefully I hope so. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. just worldwide, maybe worldwide tours. Yes. Or? Good. Yeah. We are leaving in October to do a, I don't want to say us tour cause we're not coming out West, but <laughs> it's a sort partial, of an East coast yeah. tour. Yeah. Right. Partial, which just East coast down South to uh fest in Gainesville and so yeah. doing a little bit of Florida coming back up. And then we will leave in November to go to Europe and play 
play a tour there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next year, January, we'll be going back into the studio to write a new out to record a new album. It's already being written. That's so fast. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And I hope to hit the ground running after that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just we, we have, I, I wanted to get past like feral hymns, which is just me and a guitar, you know what I mean? Stuff like that and be able to have rebel songs in this new album to really start pushing forward in 2023 to and 2024 and beyond to start really touring and making an impression on people. That's rad. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to hear the new ones now. Like, I mean, I feel like I just heard this new album and now you're already (laughs) salivating for a little bit. The secret secret menu. Um, I'm so excited about it. It's going to be great. See, that's the cool thing is like, you're still writing music that you're excited about. I yeah. feel like some people yeah. are just writing, you know, some, some, some artists are, you know, trying to get out of a contract or whatever, but you're still yeah. like excited. Plus you've got more stuff so to say, excited. you know, like, or at least yeah. now, you know, I don't know. That's really cool mm-hmm. to hear. Just, there's, just the excitement of. Yeah. There's it. so much to say still. And there's also so much music to experiment with and have fun with yeah. and play in different ways. You know, I, yeah, I play power chords on guitar when I write, you know, sure. And, sure. and a lot of times that'll start to sound the same, you know? Uh, so adding in these like uh, reggae and ska rhythms and, and different upstrokes and different mm-hmm. chords and, and, and honestly getting into even like minor scale chords and stuff like that, where it's just like, yeah. this is totally new to me. And okay. learning how to sing to that and still make it like catchy and uplifting and fun, but totally new and something I haven't really done before. That's yeah. You keep you figure out a way to keep it fun, but also yeah. And the excitement of a new record coming out is really rad too. And well, Iodine's a new label for you too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we had actually released this album last year through End Hits, and okay. then then parted ways with End Hits. But that's only so it Germany, was one right? of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was like one of those things where it's like shit. Is this album going to be dead in the water now? Like fuck. Like so, but talking to Casey, he was like, no, let's do it. Like, so we yeah. d- created a licensing deal and he got in on it and started oh, uh, right. distributing it and, and, and putting it out. And basically the deal was, Hey, if you can help us out with this, the next album is yours, you know? There you and, go. um, and, and it's been great. I have, um, not regretted that decision once it's that, been so cool. great yeah. working with iodine. Casey is a wonderful human being. It's been awesome working with him. Huge shout out to Casey. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, everybody seems to like Casey. Yeah. <laughs> no enemies. Oh, you cannot you cannot hear a bad word about Casey. Like, yeah. And I try. Well, I'm going to say like, one right we now. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was unkind to me once. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he. Um, when we were talking, I was like, okay, I've got to sort of do my due diligence and like talk around, you know, and be like. Mm-hmm do you know this guy Casey from, and every time I was like, Oh, that guy's awesome. Like, oh, you know what I mean? Like every time, like it was always good things. So it was like, okay, I think I'm in the right place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure I, that's what I strive for. I want to be, I, if somebody has a problem, I want to figure out why with, with me. I mean, I want to figure out yeah, what that sure. is or, and then yeah, let's talk about it. Oh, you don't want to talk about it. Okay. I guess we're not friends anymore. Or You don't like my Yeah. Whatever. Sometimes you just have to let people go. 
Yeah, I've, I'm I'm learning that from you. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. That's, it's, <laughs> that was a full circle statement because in the beginning you're like just block them, cut them off. You know, yeah. I was going to ask you what you learned over all these years, but now it sounds mm-hmm. like you just learned to kind of move beyond people sometimes. Discernment, discernment. Yeah. That's and, the word of the day. And not only that, but um, I think one of the things that I had to learn is you have to let people not like you. Mm. That was hard for me. Mm. It was very hard for me to learn because Damn it, how do you do anybody? That? <laughs> I know anybody could tell you that I could read a listing of a hundred great reviews and it's that one bad review that I'm going to focus on. Same with the chef. Same with the chef. Right. No, I bet. You yeah. know what I mean? It's the same type of thing. I, I could totally. And so I had to learn to allow people to dislike me, mm. you know, and that's really, there's a letting go in that. And there's a beauty in that to where, um, you even take it into situations where maybe you fucked up and you actually did hurt somebody, right. said yeah. something that was shitty, you know, and they can't forgive you for it. Yeah. You take responsibility for it, number one, and be like, I completely understand that. And it's okay if you have to not like me, you know, yeah. I have to work on me. You have to work on you. And I need to understand that you just can't forgive me for that. And that's okay. I give you the freedom to not like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it's it's hard to do. It really sure. is because yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, it's um it's so hard. Um, but but it's necessary. It really mm-hmm. is for everyone's betterment, you know, mm-hmm. for the person who doesn't like you and for you. You know what I mean? To be yeah. able to let go. And Man, I, and maybe at some, some point, <laughs> yeah, maybe at some point things will come back together. But if they don't, that has to be okay too. You know, I feel like we just had a therapy session. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you gave me a little bit of therapy here. Um, man, I, I'm here for it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, Venmo you some money for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I, pre- I do appreciate your time. Um, I'm gonna listen yeah. to some more of your music tonight and um, just really listen to what you're, the the voices that you're trying to, you know make louder if you will um mm-hmm. yeah help, help people make their voices louder and their faces seen and stuff like that so um but yeah this is great <laughs> thank you so much yeah i appreciate, I appreciate it yeah oh I appreciate you doing that and I, I stoked that you're making new music still i am too i i anytime anyone gives a shit what i have to say i'm stoked on <laughs> 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 um, that that's awesome thank you well yeah enjoy the rest of your night and um I hope we yeah. can talk soon i hope so thanks so right. much yeah you got it all right Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's that little ditty from Connor Musara again. Thank you, Connor. I stole it. I made beats with it. I had fun. Thanks. Let's do it again. Well, well, well. What did I tell you? Well, I shouldn't say that. I feel like I say, I see what did I tell you a lot on these episodes. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, I thought I told you that this person was awesome. And this time... Well, again, I was correct. Nathan is a really awesome person. Uh, I don't know how long you've been a fan of Nathan Gray's or not. Hopefully you are now. And I'm going to, at the end of this little talkie talk right here, I'm going to play some of Nathan's tracks from three different groups that Nathan is a part of. And um, yeah, I have a lot to learn still. Nathan seems to be only a a little bit older than myself, but um, I've been listening to stuff like Boys That's Fire since... 99 2000 you know um if you get a chance go back and check out the whole boy sets fire catalog there's a lot of music a few different record labels uh, particularly in 2000 when we were on tour in um 
We were touring through, where were we? Lawrence, Kansas and Kansas City. We were playing a couple of really big shows there. Uh, some local groups, some touring groups. I forget who we were on tour with, but uh, somebody showed me, um, maybe it was Chad from Militia Group or Rory. I don't remember, but they showed me uh, after the eulogy and the, we, the first song comes on. Um, <laughs> and it was just like all quiet and then they start, he starts screaming and I'm like, this is awesome. And I, I was just, just getting more into like newer styles of hardcore and for 99 and 2000 um, coming from, I don't know what I was listening to, but anyways, I heard that and my mind was blown and I've been a Boyce Heads Fire fan ever since. And the singer of Boyce Heads Fire is this same person, Nathan, yes. And he is also in, um, excuse me, they are also in the casting out as a singer, a vocalist. And in all the groups that Nathan does, there's covers. There's lots of fun covers and splits and everything like that. So please go check out Nathan Gray. Of course, the new record is by. Um, it was gonna. It was Nathan Gray's solo record, and then uh, when it was on End Hits record in Germany, and then uh, re-released now as the Iron Roses from Iodine Records, a record label out of New England, America, and. You know, the New England, much better than the Old England, I should say. Just kidding, I don't know. I, I don't really care. But um, yeah, so Nathan Gray, a very accomplished artist, a very prolific writer, always doing stuff, always speaking up, always speaking up in songs, always speaking up in voice without songs. Just So just keep, keep in touch with Nathan Gray if you want to you be entertained and uh, informed on, on things in life and beyond. Okay, so uh, thanks again for listening. I'm Chef Josh. This has been The Family Cast, Food and Music is Life. Yes, a small presentation of the Emo Brown Media Group. And more to come on that soon. Um, Like I said, playing some songs afterwards. If you want information more on The Family Cast, it is available everywhere, wherever you're listening. If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please leave a rating, review, share the show with a friend, share the show with an enemy. I don't care. But share the show. You know why? Because more people need to hear who my guests are. And even if I'm not doing something with a guest, more people need to hear about the show because I'm trying to spread the word. I'm trying to spread spread the message about love and unity and kindness through music and through food. And I think that we can do that together. I understand that there are some people in our own country here who don't have access to clean drinking water, uh, to clean food, to clean things. There's always a way, there's always ways to help. It's not just through my voice and through podcasting and through Nathan Gray and other musicians. Although we do do our parts, there are organizations out there. There are charities. There are ways that you can get involved even in your own little community. If there's a flood happening in Puerto Rico or in, you know, if there's a bad water happening in Mississippi or North Dakota or Flint, Michigan still, for God's sakes, um, figure out a way to help. Is there a way to help? You can send one bottle of water. You could <laughs> buy one bottle of water and send it. I don't know. That's just an idea. But anyways, there are things happening in our world that we have no control over. But what we can control is what we can control. So uh, like being nice to people by helping out, buying albums from artists, buying art from artists, all that kind of stuff, buying food from chefs, <laughs> right? But yeah, uh, there's there are things in the world that are again, out of our control that we, we can help with. We can make a difference by helping people who are having floods happen around them that they have no control over too. So anyways, that's my rant of the week, my my little preachy preach. So just get involved somehow. There's always ways to help, whether it's uh, it's not always financially. 
even even with this show you don't have to financially support the show if you don't want to if you don't have an extra few dollars to spare a month on patreon or on or on buy me coffee um you can just venmo me hey venmo me at joshua joshua ck j-o-s-h-u-a-c-k send me some money that way because everything i get from the show goes directly into helping others so if you send me three dollars i'll probably turn it around and send five or ten dollars to the charity of a local charity or something like that so i'm not keeping money i'm i uh i don't i don't really do anything with that money besides help other people like either like i said donating or buying stuff from the artist so thank you for that our links are in the bio on instagram.com forward slash the family cast that's instagram.com forward slash the family cast there are links in the bio there for stuff like recipes hot sauces and all the companies i work with like if you want to shop at essex coffee roasters shout out aaron um essex coffee roasters.com use code famcast when you check out you'll get a little discount there f-a-m-c-a-s-t liquiddeath.com same thing you want to get some goodies goodies yeah use the code famcast how about grumpy chef shop you want a knife get a knife do it use code famcast there save 15 percent who dude the list keeps going i'm a i'm a member uh, dano's affiliate dano seasonings um there's a link in my bio if you want to shop for some dano's spices and seasonings there's a link right there for punk chef jk yeah it's all there baby i just want to help you out if you want a first time buyer code for dano seasonings i'll give you one i'll, I'll send you one you got to email me email me famcastpod at gmail.com i'll send you a link for a discount i got i got some other discount links if you want to if you collect vinyl or anything like that i got some stuff for different catalogs and labels and stuff so i just want to hook you up why don't you hook me up by sharing the show leave a review it's free you don't even have to pay for that just takes take a minute go to apple or whatever i just want to get the reviews up the reason why i don't care if the <laughs> i don't care about the reviews necessarily i do and i'll read your review on the sh- on the air if you write me an awesome thing or whatever if you write me a five star i'll read that i will read it right on the air but um really it's because the more reviews and ratings there are the more eyes the more eyes see it the more people see it because it'll, they'll say this one's getting rated and reviewed so here's a here's a podcast for you check it out so anyways i'm not going to talk anymore i hate this just kidding i, I love it but i do i want to finish the episode so special thank you to nathan special thank you to iodine recordings and of course, special thank you to you for listening. Here's some songs by Nathan Gray and, and all the other bands that he has, that uh, Nathan has worked with. I, I, you know what? Real quick, I apologize. I keep saying he, but that's because I just found out um, that Nathan wants to change pronouns, and you know has recently discovered that and told us all. So Nathan, my apologies. I'm getting used to it. I'm usually pretty good at it. So Nathan has been in a lot of bands, and they have always done a good job of conveying a message and I, I respect that so yes again apologies uh, if i slip up every once in a while uh, when when you tell after you tell me your pronouns not just nathan but anyone who i'm talking to i apologize just be patient as i learn to change my perspectives on that okay thank you very much i appreciate you life i appreciate you all now here's some music by nathan the first one's gonna be from boy sets fire because that's the first band that i heard nathan sing in and the from the 2013 record um while a nation sleeps right and that song is called heads will roll that's a little bit more hardcore a little bit more on the hardcore side of things and that's cool because boy sets fires is good at that what else we got here the second song is by the casting out triple exclamation point the casting out a little bit less hardcore but we're still going in the right energetic direction the song is called tell me right by the casting out and nathan gray and that's that's got a fun energy to it you can check these out all these albums are available on vinyl if you want to buy them links in the show notes as always thank you very much we're going to end the show with the iron roses as that's the latest album that's out done by nathan gray and the iron roses um i hope you understood the meaning of the name it's in this episode if you want to go back and check it out but yeah this the last one is by the iron roses it's the title track 
Rebel Songs from the album Rebel Songs, <laughs> right? And there's a guest singer, uh, Tim Micklerath, the singer of Rise Against, whom you may know from other shows that I've done here. So anyways, yeah, three songs going in order of which bands Nathan has been in. And yeah, we're going to end there with that song. And I'll talk to you next time on The Family cast food and music is life yes yes indeed i have been chef josh well i still am chef josh and i will talk to you on the next one everybody ciao ciao let us fight for a world of reason a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness let us all
up, fam? This is Rhythm, and you're listening to The Family Cast. Food and music is life, yes? <laughs>